On the second day of Shavuos, we read about the incredible courage of Rus. There's a dramatic scene in Megillus Rus where the two sisters, Rus and Arpa, the two Moabite princesses, have a decision to make. Tragically, they both just lost their husbands. And their mother-in-law, Naomi, freshly widowed herself, tells them, I'm returning to Eretz Yisrael. And she implores Rus and Arpa to remain in Moab. She said, I have nothing left to offer you. My husband is dead. I don't have any more sons that you can marry, and I'm penniless. Go back to your father's palace. Go back to your lifestyle of wealth and luxury and honor. They all realized the enormity of the moment, a watershed moment in Jewish history. And the Pasik says, Vatisena koilam vatifkena. They all started to cry. Vatishak arpa lachamoisa. Arpa kissed her mother-in-law goodbye and she left. Never to be heard from again. However, Varus Dovkaba. But Rus clung to Naomi. Rus made a split-second decision that would forever change Jewish history. She tells Naomi those now iconic words: "Asha telchi elach, v'asha talini alan, ameich ami, v'asha tamusi ames." Wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you dwell, I will dwell. Your people are my people. Your God is my God. Where you die, I will die. The rational decision was what Arpa made. She went back to her father's mansion to be a princess and get treated like royalty. However, Rus, with her heart filled with love and enthusiasm, accepted upon herself a life of Torah and mitzvahs. For Rus, it was a journey to the unknown, a future full of questions. Would she ever be accepted by her new community? Would she ever remarry again? Where would her new life take her? Rus left everything behind and was ready to embrace Yiddishkeit. So why did Rus choose a life of hardship and poverty? Because Rus realized that a life without Torah is not a life. Living a life bereft of Torah is living a life without meaning and purpose. Rus made the decision that she'd rather pick barley in a hot field in Eretz Yisrael than live in a palace without Torah and mitzvahs. And that decision ultimately changed the course of Jewish history. Who emanated from Rus? None other than David HaMelech and the dynasty from where Mashiach will emerge. The Gemara relates that on Shavuos, the holy Tanner Rabbi Yosef would say to his family, prepare for me my favorite dish. He said, if not for this day, the day of Matan Torah, Kama Yosef Ika I would be just another Joe roaming the streets. It's only because of the significance and the guidance of Torah that distinguishes me and sets me apart from the guy on the street. It's this statement from Rabbi Yosef that we need to internalize. Where would we be today without Torah? Where would our children be today without yeshivas and schools to teach them Torah values? Back in the day, even secular society was respectful and modest and had values that aligned with Torah ideas. People were civil and kind and spoke properly and spoke with respect. But just in the last few years, we witnessed how society has completely deteriorated. There are no morals, no boundaries. There's no respect for any values, no respect for the sanctity of marriage. Society is crumbling in front of our eyes. Even the people that should be role models, leaders and elected officials are so immoral and corrupt, and their views are antithetical to Torah ideas. That describes the rest of the world, but not the Jewish people. And there's only one reason, because we have the Torah. And the Torah teaches us that there's a difference between what you have a right to do and what is right to do. A Yid knows just because you have a right to do it doesn't mean it is right to do. 
The Medjur says that Rus was 40 years old when she embraced Torah and Mitzvahs. She started on the elementary level and rose to become one of the most revered women in Jewish history. Yesterday was the first yard site of the legendary tzaddik, Rab Uri Zohar, Zechrein Levacha. In the 60s and 70s, Uri Zohar was the embodiment of Israeli culture. He was the personification of what the secular world regards as success. He was Israel's top actor, comedian, and entertainer. Nobody else even came close. Someone once described him as Jay Leno, Tom Hanks, and Steven Spielberg all rolled into one. He was wildly popular. He was admired and idolized, living in a three-story Tel Aviv glass-walled beachfront home. He had all the fame and fortune anyone could ever desire. He was on top of the world. He was considered the pinnacle of achievement. However, at age 40, he shocked the world and left it all behind to pursue a life of Torah. He was the Rebbe Kiva of our generation. He later wrote a book where he chronicled the early part of his life, titled, My Friends, We Were Robbed, referring to the Jewish heritage so many secular Israelis are ignorant of. When he became 80 years old, the media threw him a huge party. He got up to speak. He said, Today is my birthday. I'm 40 years old today. They quickly corrected him, 80 years old. He said, No, I'm not mistaken. The first 40 years of my life, I was not truly living. Kiheim chayenu. Torah is called Torah's chayim. Torah is what makes you feel alive. A life without Torah is a life of emptiness. A life without meaning and purpose. Rus and Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Uri Zohar all understood that. And now, we know. Have a wonderful and uplifting Shavuos.